0: Welcome to today's episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start supporting and balancing your hormones. This is your podcast host, Leah Brugerman. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your way to better understanding your hormone health and how it affects your everyday life. guys, I seriously hope that you are as excited as I am for this podcast. I have dreamt of bringing you all a podcast and I finally just decided, you know what, let's take the plunge, let's do it. And I'm over the moon, so what a way to bring in 2021, am I right? So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Leah Bergerman and I am basically obsessed with all things hormones. Okay, not in a creepy way, not in a creepy way, but for me, my hormones were so out of whack for so long and I kept going and searching for all these solutions and kept trying to treat the symptoms instead of realizing that my hormones were imbalanced, and if I would have just treated my hormones in the first place in the correct order, I would have saved myself a lot of heartache and a lot of tears and a lot of struggles, but it's okay because it got me where I am. So I wanted to share with you a little bit about my journey with hormones because I love hearing other people's stories, and I know that it helps me relate to them, and I'm sure that some of you are going to relate to this story, especially because I used to think that Skittles were an acceptable breakfast food. So that tells you a little bit about me. Alrighty, so honestly, I mean, I'm not going to go back to when I was a little, tiny little girl. Yeah, we're not going to go all the way back there. But you guys, when I was younger, I, I really wasn't kidding when I said that I thought you could have skittles for breakfast when i was in college i survived off of bagels and white chocolate mochas from starbucks yes i know we're not going to like talk about my bank account probably not the wisest decision but you know it is what it is i was a music major fun fact Uh, i went to college for piano and voice and so homework was never done i mean I feel like that's with any, any major, but once your homework was quote-unquote done, you were never done practicing, or at least according to your teachers, you were never done practicing. So, there was always something to do, and honestly, I lived on campus for a couple of those years with all of the concerts, and I'm telling you guys, I would go to bed at 3 a.m. in the morning sometimes and wake up at 5, I know my poor adrenals. My cortisol levels were probably through the roof. We're not going to talk about it. It's fine. Okay, so you survived through college, basically surviving probably off of your poor adrenals, and didn't think anything of it, graduated, and it was the next year that I felt a lump in my breast, and I panicked. I'm pretty sure, like, anyone would, and the first person you always call, I call my mom, and she was like, okay, get into the doctor, don't freak out, just go to the doctor, it will be okay, and so I got into the doctor ASAP, you know, they did an ultrasound, they're like, okay, well, you have a fibroadenoma, and they literally, I quote them, if God forbid you choose not to have this removed, and then she the doctor stopped and was like, let me rephrase that. It's up to you if what you decide to do. Yeah, see what she did there. Um, anyways, so I left there in tears and I googled a fibroadenoma. Yes, you heard me correctly. I googled a fibroadenoma. I didn't know what a fibroadenoma was. And for those of you who are in the same position I was, and you're like, what the heck is a fibroadenomalia, it is a benign breast tumor, okay? So it's not a cyst, it's literally a tumor, um, but it is benign, and they tend to somewhat fluctuate with your cycle. Sometimes, you know, you can have them and not even feel them, but something that is really important to note is most people who have them taken out surgically, they will return, And that is because you need to figure out why you're getting fibroadenomas in the first place, right? So anyways, I decided to not have mine removed. That was my personal decision. And I started to try and get rid of them naturally. Now, remember, this is the girl that ate Skittles for breakfast and lived off of Starbucks. So this was a really big turning point for me. Um, you know, I feel like my fibroadenomas were my slap in the face to kind of take a deeper look at my health, which I'm really grateful for that reason. But I tried everything under the sun. I'm telling you guys, I did testing, I did gene testing, hair mineral analysis testing. I did um I did supplements, I did herbs, I worked with naturopaths, I worked with doctors. I did essential oils, um not very good brands cuz I didn't know about that, but topic for a different day. Um I tried everything. I did extremely restrictive diets. I literally went through. This is a doctor recommended diet. It's guided by doctors, um natural doctor, uh naturopathic doctors, but It is a gut reset, quote-unquote, and you guys, it is the most restrictive thing I've ever been through in my life. Um, You literally could, (laughs) the amount of carbs that you could have for the day was a half of potato, and it had to be cold, you know, because of how your body digested it, and I stuck to this diet like a champion. I did not deviate. I was like, I can do this. I'm going to stick through this. And you know what happened? Nothing. Four months later, I still had my fibroadenomas and I also had a horrible relationship with food thanks to this diet. So, yeah, not ever doing that again. It took me about a year to kind of recover from that and I'm telling you there'll still be days when ugh, I have horrible flashback memories. So, I, like I said, I tried all of the things, so what on earth made the change? Like, what made the difference? And if you notice, during this whole time that we've been talking, I was trying to treat my fibroadenomas because I thought those were the issue. Now, they weren't. They were a symptom of my issue, right? Um, Something important to know is during this whole time, whenever I would get tested, they would always tell me my vitamin levels and nutrient levels were really low. You guys, I ate vegetables out the wazoo. Like, out the wazoo. I ate so many vegetables. I ate so well. And none of it was getting absorbed. Why? Because my fibroadenomas were simply an issue of something deeper, right? My gut wasn't digesting my food and absorbing it well. My digestion was horrible. It was horrible. I could go days without a bowel movement. I would get super bloated over anything, anything. Like oh, it was so frustrating. You know where you would start the day and you'd think you were going to plan a certain outfit at nighttime and then, you know, about 11 a.m. in the morning hits and you look six months pregnant because of your bloating? That was me. Um, I had the most irregular periods ever. I remember one time my roommate was like, oh, yeah, on that trip that we're going to go on, I'm going to have to, like, you know, make sure I bring pads. My periods do that day. And internally, I'm going... You know when your period's gonna show up? That's weird. I never know when my period is gonna show up. You know, it could be a 33 day cycle. It could be a 70 plus day cycle. Who knew? And when my period did show up, it was the most debilitating thing ever, you guys. I would be curled up on the couch, heating pad strapped to my stomach. I would throw up and I would take as many mydol as you were allowed to have within 24 hours and my cramps would still be there it was horrible literally I just didn't even know how I was going to function and go throughout the day they sucked but it is what it is right so I finally was like I've had enough of this you know I kept treating the fibroadenomas. Honestly, it was really, really frustrating. It was really depressing because no matter what I tried, at this point, I think we were going on three years of trying things and nothing had made a difference. Nothing. And I had gone down the Dr. Google route before I knew a lot of things. And oh my goodness, (laughs) don't ever, (laughs) don't ever like self-diagnose yourself with things, you guys. Dr. Google is a scary, scary, scary road. Anyways. So what I did was, I didn't go down the Dr. Google route, I put together all of the independent research that I've been doing. I took all of the programs I'd been through, all of the courses, all of the stuff that the naturopaths had given me, all the stuff the doctors had given me, and I put it together. Instead of, I felt like I get bite-sized pieces from each one of them, I put it all together, right? And you guys... I started treating the root cause, which was my hormones. Okay, so I started focusing on getting in foods that I could digest and absorb. So, focused on really optimizing my digestion. I focused on opening my detox pathways. I focused on supporting my liver. I focused on giving my body not just random foods that were quote unquote healthy, I focused on foods that were amazing for my hormones, hormone happy foods, nourishing foods for my body fast forward my fibroadenomas started shrinking after years of them not even budging and I wasn't even focused on my fibroadenomas at this point, I was just focused on healing my body I was able to regulate my cycles yes, they would come every 33 days I was able to have painless periods, you guys literally, I would be in shock. <laughs> my period would start and I would just be in shock because I never had a painless period. I, ever since I could remember, I always had horrible cramps. So that was insane to me to just have a painless period to be able to function. I got my digestion under control. I started having regular bowel movements, stopped getting bloated over everything and anything And I was able to lengthen my luteal phase, so my phase from ovulation to my period, because mine was very, very short. It was under 10 days, and you really want it to be 12 days. Um, I was able to raise my progesterone levels, uh, help detox that excess estrogen from my body, and we were able to get pregnant. had a healthy pregnancy, and that's Landon. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably see him there all the time. And I do not take any of this lightly because I've been on the other side where you've been where you've tried everything and honestly you're just so frustrated and Dr. Google is a scary, scary road and there's a million different options and scenarios that you could go down and things you could try and so that is why I'm creating this podcast. I want it to be a safe place for you to learn about all of the things that I learned along the way and I want to share with you. So instead of it taking years and years and years for you to start balancing your hormones, I want you to be able to do it in a much shorter time. A much shorter time. So I hope that you will join us. You can expect to have a podcast episode drop every single Monday. And